Welcome, whoever's tuning in right now to this new live episode 42 of Cup of News. Matt and I are hanging out and we have two major topics for you guys today. We're going to talk about the Suez Canal crisis where that transport ship got stuck in the canal and delayed a bunch of ships flowing through the Egyptian Sea or Egyptian River or whatever that canal was, actually the Suez Canal itself. And then we're going to talk about COVID-19 vaccine related deaths. Deaths, you know how we are. Late night, we got a drink going, so it's going to be another fun packed episode. We got the crown Pour ourselves a drink, guys. Mm-hmm. It's nice, dude. But it's smooth. So I'm sure you guys have heard all over the news about the Suez Canal crisis. It got cleared, I believe, yesterday or, or the day prior. I'm going to orange juice, dog. Oh, you're going to go straight? Yeah. It got cleared on orange. I say it got cleared on orange juice. It got cleared a couple of days ago. But this is a pretty bad crisis because, you know, not a lot of people know about the Suez Canal because it's not a U.S. thing. It's not the Panama Canal where it's more closer to us. It's a European thing. People probably didn't know to exist until it hit the news. Exactly, yeah. We maybe heard about the Suez Canal back in history class in high school, grade school. Um, and it's actually, when it was created, it was a very important canal that allowed people, ships to bypass going around Africa to reach certain destinations. Right. You have the Indian Ocean, which is kind of connected to the Asian side, right? And then you have the, the Mediterranean Sea, which is basically the trade route to Europe, right? Mm-hmm. And in between that lies Egypt. So I don't know what year they started to do this. The Suez Canal is 120 miles long. And um, just some fun facts here. It was built by the French investors in the uh, 19th century. It took about 10 years to build. Costed about $100 million. Mm-hmm. And it took about 1.5 million workers. Is that crazy? Yeah, man. It's, it's a huge project. But just like the Silk Road, mm-hmm. it literally connects the West and the East, if you think right. about it that way. And so important. So typically, if the Suez Canal didn't exist... It would take, you know, cargo ships, vessels, people to to get to their location. It could take them anywhere from, you know, one day to a week, depending on how big the load is, how big the, the boat is. And this cuts it down so much where it only requires about 13 to 15 hours to bypass this canal. So you're going through, you're going from a half a day worth, you know, where it is now compared to before the Swiss Canal was created. It took about 24 hours to a week. Yeah. And, and that's a time is money. Time is money, Time man. Is money. And that's why they built it. It's, mm-hmm. it, you know, it was a return on investment. Yeah. And it's funny because Peter Nice had played this game called Void Century, which was like literally like took place like during the thir- you know, 13th century. Mm-hmm. And we like built uh, ships. You had a ship that you could trade and you made money off that, right? So you were literally like a merchant. And we used to like set sail from Greece. And in order to, let's just say, trade it with China, we had to go all the way down from Europe down to Cape Cod, Africa, mm-hmm. right? which is the tip of Africa. Africa is a huge-ass continent. And then back up north to reach China. And this literally bypasses it. So Yeah, it's crazy how... It's crazy how somebody figured out a way to do this, right? This was a landmass. And they could. this is a man-made canal. So at one point, this didn't exist. It was just land. So some engineers out there... And this was a 19th century, so it's not that long ago, yeah. right? They thought, hey, what if we just, you know, make a dividend or divot or whatever you want to call it and put water in it and we'll just have like a mini river right. which is called a canal instead of us crossing the land yeah and what's crazy about the swiss canal is that it doesn't have locks mm-hmm. so a lot of canals they need locks in order to level out the sea level correct like let's just say remember how we're on the the boat part in mm-hmm. chicago in order to enter lake michigan you go into the the canal and then it raises the water let's just say 12 15 feet artificially in order to you could get to lake michigan right, right? 
This canal doesn't have that. It's just one transport. Yeah, and it's the biggest non-lock canal. Yeah, cheers, bro. Cheers, by the way, man. Yeah, I already took a sip, but yeah, this is. I haven't had Crown in a while, and this is this is pretty tasty, you know. Canadian whiskey. Yeah. Dude. So what happened to Swiss Canal was this giant, giant container ship. It was actually thirteen hundred feet long, and it weighs two hundred thousand metric tons. It actually got jammed in be in between because the tide was low, and I looked at this on research. This canal wasn't made for these kind of big ships, but you know, 21st century, we have to get products from Europe, from China over to different parts of the world. So, you know, we, we push the limits. Yeah. And, and for people, sorry to interrupt mm -hmm. you, f just food for thought for people. Think about it. This canal was made in, um, geez, what century here? 19th. The 19th century. And now it's 2021. We got freaking mega ships. We learned how to scale ships to the size of the I think this ship was a freaking length of the Empire State Building, mm -hmm. right? That's correct. But the canal is not made for mega ships, mm -hmm. and this is why we had this issue, you know. Yeah, and it's interesting to look at it. All these delays, they were saying that it cost for each one day delay that this ship blocked off for the other cargo ships, cost the companies a total of ten billion dollars a day. That's insane, ten, $10 billion. billion yeah. So if your Amazon packages are delayed, you know that's one of the reasons it could be why. But ten billion dollars a day. So you could see why this is such an urgent thing. And if you guys go online and Google like Suez Canal transportation, there's literally like a, like a map of where this is at. And there's like little yellow dots representing ships. And this is a very trafficked area and it's a narrow canal. So a lot of times people have to wait their turn. Right. So they're just chilling there. So like, just because it, I think it just happened today where the ship got freed, correct? Mm -hmm. Today's uh, March 30th. So it, real quick, why it got freed is because so they initially tried to free it, but they couldn't because, like we said before, the tide was low. So they couldn't figure out a way to way to free it because they were trying to use tugboats or trying to move it. They're trying to ex expand it, and it wasn't working. So luckily, Mother Nature fixed it for us because they knew that the tide was going to be high, you know, in the next two days, and they were banking on this high tide is going to raise the ship a little bit, and then we're gonna be able to pull it out. That's exactly what happened. Damn. Yeah, shit. And like food for thought, I did some research here too, like about the global food transport, because you know, we have air as a transport method, but it only accounts for 0.16% of food miles technically from air travel. So everything is by boat. 60% comes from, you know, water transport. Yeah. So there might be a delay for they say a few months where you know, Amazon, Alibaba, and all these companies are having issues with, you know, they're backed up on merchandise, livestock, and food, of course. So it makes sense because you can only have so much weight on a plane compared to like a boat. You have the whole ocean, the whole body of water to deal with, and you could maximize buoyancy to, you know, be really efficient so you can maximize the cargo capacity. But I know they're looking into ways to quicken transportation, but that's, they're not doing it by planes. They want to, use basically rockets interesting because you could have more more weight than a rocket right because you have you know rockets because they're bigger engines and stuff but the thing is with a rocket you have to leave a certain part of the atmosphere you know so that's, i mean that's gonna be some of the future thing right and now this is the best option is just to go by sea right and another, another reason why it's by sea is because it's better for climate right it's mm -hmm. less pollution so will rockets create more you know byproduct for the climate that's a, that's Almost. another quick question yeah. And um, it's interesting because China is doing the same thing where they're trying to battle its like produce and, you know, they're trying to increase its economy, right? They're trying to basically battle it out with the United States. So um, Shanghai is actually trying to make like a railroad transportation all the way down to Pakistan, right? I mm -hmm. forgot what the um, the route is going to be called. I don't know if it actually um, got accepted because there's a lot of conflict, you know, and it, the way like China does this got is accepted. 
You gotta accept for it, sure, of course, mean, man. They don't even have to ask; they just do, you know. And what they do is also is they create so much debt with other countries that they don't have no choice, you know. Mm. It's like if you owe fifty billion dollars to China, and China, you know, has this proposition, and they'll reduce your debt. I mean, economically, it's just more financially mm. smart for you to do. They just call it the Silk Road. The Silk Road. They call it the Silk Road, yeah. And the same thing happened. Like you know how like you guys heard about um, the Yurgis, whatever, I, I don't, um, the forced laborers. Mm. So what they did is um, they they were creating a Silk Road in that Providence in um, China all the way to Europe, and they were scared that these Muslim people are going to affect trade and transport. So they literally created false news propaganda to those people, right? That they're domestic terrorists, they need to be removed. And that's what we see when they started throwing these Muslim people in education camps. Yeah, it was on the news before COVID happened, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was for maybe for a few days, but you know how that is with the news, you know, it's suppressed, so you're not gonna, you're not gonna hear it all, you're not gonna hear the truth. And especially if it's coming from China, like you can't even see it firsthand. It's different when news gets misreported in the, in the US because you can have people physically there to saying, hey, we're being lied to. But if news is being misrepresented outside of the United States, we don't have a lot of reporters there. So you yep. definitely don't know what the hell's going on. You know, all the stuff that we, I don't think this is true, but I'm just going to give you a viewpoint. All the stuff that we hear news from China, from Europe, from Middle East, from, from Africa, from Australia, you know, it could theoretically all be bullshit. Right. You know, because if you don't have a firsthand account journalist there, then you're not sure, sure if it's exactly, exactly true what's actually going on over there. I mean, same thing happened in uh, March, correct? When we were going into lockdown, there was literally a Chinese propaganda campaign on Twitter. They had, you know, Twitter bots and all this mm -hmm. stuff promoting lockdowns and why it's a good thing to do. Yeah. And we just went until we just accepted it was a good idea. China's doing great containing the virus. And that's like how things like spread that it's yeah. like. We should just go into lockdown. Right. Yes. Since we're on top of China, like we don't hate China or anything. We don't hate Chinese people or anything like that. Like Poland's not not any better in certain certain cases. Like they had that big protest because they weren't allowing women to abort babies for medical conditions. Right. Now that that's a, that was a big thing. Like if you're a woman and I think it was either you have a medical condition that's going to hurt you with birth or the child in you had a medical condition that's going to affect your life, you still weren't able to abort it. So there's a giant protest about that. So in no means. You know, we're Polish. We talk shit about Poland too. No means, you know, we're not like anti any kind of country. We just say how it is. For, for, we just, for the record, we're not anti anything. Mm. <laughs> you know, right? I feel like every single episode we got to explain ourselves. Hey, man, we're not anti this, yeah. anti that. We're anti fake. Anti fake. No. It's pro truth. Yeah, we're pro, we're truth seekers yeah. is what it is. And yeah. we'll challenge anything that's on the globe mm. to get to that truth. Yeah. I, I like to put it that way. And it's funny because today we interviewed um, one of our guests and he mentioned the There's stuff Papa. that we... Yeah, yeah. Uh, he mentioned the stuff that we talked about. What did he say? They were like anti-government, he mentioned. It was so funny yeah. seeing it from like a different viewer, you know, like mm -hmm. to explain this to us. Yeah, but he said that we're very open-minded and we talk about things that, you know, not a lot of people talk about. That yeah, it's, it makes people think in a different way. And I felt kind of good. Like, damn, like we do talk about random stuff and we're all about being open-minded and questioning everything. Right. Mm -hmm. And even during the show, like we asked some specific questions that challenged his viewpoints, widened his perspective. And he's like... I never thought about it that mm. way. So that's what it's all about, guys. It's all about perspective, asking the right questions, and just creating your own reality of the world. Because mm -hmm. if you don't create your own reality of the world, the tel a vision, television, is going to create your reality of the world and your perception. And more than likely, that's going to be living in fear. Right. You know what I'm you saying? Yeah, live it, not live in it, you know? You live it, yep. Lifestyle. You got your dog. Speaking of perception and perceiving things, Matt and I were recently sent a video. I'm not going to say his name. I don't know if he wants to be brought up or not regarding deaths due to the COVID-19 vaccines. 
one of our friends sent it to us and I kind of did some research yeah. and I found out, you know, that whatever video he, he sent me, it's, it's, it's legit. And why we bring it up is because Matt and I like to see our perspective of a, of a situation, you know, if, if we're right, we're right. If we're wrong, we're wrong, right? But we still want to ex- take a look at all the viewpoints to make a honest conclusion and, you know, decide for ourselves. And on the news, we always see this pro-vaccine push, you know, vaccines are saving lives, but we don't hear the other spectrum of vaccines are actually killing some some people. Yeah, what's going on with that? How is that happening? Mm-hmm. What are the symptoms, the serious complications, right? Adverse yeah. reactions. Right, and then we're all fairly smart individuals and we all understand that medications do have adverse side effects. Some medication do lead to deaths, like statins, you know, Remember when ACE inhibitors were, were given to everybody and then we found out that some some people like African-Americans yeah. exhibited worse symptoms than white people, right? So we kind of changed our, our mind on that and we don't prescribe it to everybody anymore, right? So yeah. it's it's a group understanding that with new vaccines, new medications, there is going to be adverse effects and, and deaths. But the, the issue that we have here is that no one's talking about it, right? No one's even like mentioning it. No one's even, even bringing it up. And that just kind of shows you where we're being pushed into thinking, right? Like right. The, the fact checkers are the ones also writing the facts, right? So how are you gonna make a decision for yourself if the only thing you're, you're seeing is whatever they want you to see? Right, and, and that so blew my mind that I went on Google and I typed in COVID-19 deaths, correct? And the first story is the selected adverse ev- events report, of course, from CDC, right? Mm-hmm. And the second one is from www.dw.com. It says, fact checked. No links found between vaccinations and deaths. And that's the second, uh, you know, publication that gets promoted on Google. Which, Isn't that crazy? Which, I mean, that's that's impossible, you know? Because luckily we have the internet and this the CDC, even though not everything they do gets reported on, the CDC does provide information regarding adverse effects, deaths with all such medications and we took a look at vaccine associated deaths and I'll explain for you guys how to find this information because it's pretty hard to find. It's, it's actually very hard to find. You're not gonna get it on a simple Google search, right? So what you guys can do if you wanna not take our word for it and just explore yourself, uh, just go on Google, type in VARS CDC tracking or type in VARS CDC, it's spelled V-A-E-R-S and you're gonna be pulled up to a CDC website. I'm gonna provide a link for you guys on the show notes, you know, so you're gonna Google it yourself. But Google VARS, V-A-E-R-S, and it's gonna give you to a CDC site. And you're gonna have a disclaimer there. This is agree to the disclaimer. Then there's gonna be a tab uh, that says request form. Hit that request form tab, and you're gonna have a series of groups to put in. So you wanna group the results by first is symptoms, second is going to be vaccine type, third is going to be serious and the fourth is VAERS ID. Then you're gonna scroll down and change the dates just to make it easier for yourself. Just change the, the dates from January, 2020, or sorry, January, 2021 until January, 2021. So you just get the results just for that month. That way you're not looking at you know other vaccines. You're just looking at just one month because it's easier to look at. And so I'm just looking at, at, a, at a bunch of you know, adverse data. Re- yeah, adverse reactions from all the vaccines for Correct. the year. So once you change those dates, press send and you'll literally get a list of all the COVID-19 adverse serious effects which are death just for the month of january and then you could explore further months if you want but this is just i'm just giving you guys a simple outlet january had a lot of deaths because when um the COVID 19 vaccine was really starting to be pushed the most right can we go can we go on this now and like look at things yeah i wish we had a link man i uh, so the thing is i would provide a direct link for you but i can't provide a direct link for you because 
when you do this manually and you copy that link and you paste it, it leads you just to the disclaimer page. So it leads you back to step one. So everyone has to accept it themselves in order to get in. Exactly. This. So you have to go through all the steps. And isn't this, it kind of blows my mind that it's so hard to research this mm -hmm. and find the results. But when you want to find case counts and things like that, it's provided into beautiful charts and stuff right. like that. So it just shows you what data they want you to see in a way, you know? Mm -hmm. Is that mind blowing? This, it's like, it's like it took a long time to, to find it. I didn't even know this existed. But you know, whoever's on the CDC is doing some good because they are providing with this information. It's just not available to the public and with one click, it takes steps, but it's there because they do track it because even though they don't report on it, it's still information that they need. It's yeah. still better for your data for them, even though we're not telling you about it. So in a, there's been about 900 plus vaccine related deaths already. Was it um, just in the month of January or was it? Overall, um, overall, okay. which doesn't seem, seem like a lot. It's not a huge number. You know, compared to the millions of people that got vaccinated, but but still, it still should be something that's talked about, right? And I took a look at like these because you could click on the case numbers and it'll tell you how the patient died from their their health history, their age. It won't tell you their name, obviously, because that's that's like HIPAA violation privacy. But it'll tell you their age and their what they died from and things like that. Majority of people are are old. They are old and they have uh, they have a medical history. A lot of them have diabetes, hypertension, you know, they're in their 70s, 80s, which is similar age group that COVID-19 is, is, is killing, right? So it's just like, if we're trying to help this age group and we're saying, hey, they're going to get vaccinated eventually, is it really beneficial for them to get kind of vaccinated? Because majority of people that we currently vaccinated are, are the young, right? Yep. Right. So I'm not 100% sure how much people between the age of 60 and, and 80 got vaccinated, but it's definitely a smaller bracket, right? Than compared to people our age. So 900 might, might not seem like a lot, but if 500,000 people between the age of six, 60 and 80 are vaccinated, that number looks a little bit worse compared to 900 to overall vaccination, which is in the millions, right? So it's still something to think about that this vaccine is, it does, it has benefit. It benefits a lot of people, but it should still be your choice to, to make it. And I'm not sure why this data is not being reported on it. 900 doesn't seem, seem like a lot, but still they should say, hey, People are dying in front of vaccine. Don't worry about it. It's still safe. It's only 900 out of the millions that got vaccinated. You know, you should still get, get vaccinated. That's what, that's what they should be doing. Yeah. But they should at least tell me. You know, well, it might not be a, a big number of, of vaccine deaths, but but still exists, right? I think that would be proper journalism. Yeah. And that's what people don't see what journalism is for what it is, right? Mm -hmm. Even if... um. Geez, like honest. So sometimes I look at press conferences from the presidents, right? And if you look at press conferences from Trump, for example, versus Joe Biden, you can tell that the questions are asked are completely different, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, the questions that are asked now, they're almost like promoting a question, right? You, they almost, they're almost like leading you to give you that response yeah. compared to Trump where he was getting bashed for specific questions, right? And of course, I don't care about left, right. I don't give a shit about who the hell the president's. To me, it's all whatever. But it's just crazy to me that the way that, you know, the reporter's asking these questions, it's like, dude, are these fucking journalists paid for? You know what I mean? Are they handed, picked out to sit there? Like, it almost seems like a whole damn theater show. Mm -hmm. That video that I sent you, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you watched it. It just, it just all looks like theater to me, and it bothers the living hell out mm -hmm. of me. And if you take a look, like, think about who owns Washington Post. You know, Amazon owns Washington Post. So these corporations own these news outlets, and of course, they're going to sway public opinion their way. And it's crazy. Like, we weren't huge Trump fans. Of course, we agreed 
with Trump at some points, the same way we agree with Joe Biden at some points, yes. right? But the main issue that we saw these past few days is the way these questions are being asked, especially regarding the border, which is probably- Dude, do I was just that. gonna tell you about that, man. Yeah. So like, for example, um, if I'm remembering this correctly, is our reporter asked the president when he's going to allow reporters to report on a border situation. Yeah. Like a journalist is asking for permission to report on something, right? Compared to when a Trump administration was, was, was basically in power and leading, no one ever asked the president, when can I do this? When can I report on this? It was always like, this is what we found. What's your, state your opinion. Why is this going on? Yeah. That, that's a, that just shows you how swayed things are. And we're not right. We're not left. We're just like majority of people. We're in the middle. We're a couple of nurses just yeah. spitting the facts. Just yeah. like we always say. What was Trump an asshole? Yeah. Dude, did he do a lot of detrimental things? Yeah. Is Joe Biden, you know, an asshole to a certain extent? Probably. Yeah. Right. And does he do a lot of things that we, we disagree with? Yeah. So, it's, well, yeah. it's not the person, it's not the party, it's the system that's the issue. Yeah, it's a system, the way things are reported. And like, if you're aware of it, not everybody is, right? But when you're aware of it, it almost seems like theater. Mm -hmm. And that's what bothers the hell out of me. For example, correct? Like we have this border crisis and there was a couple of videos that were released. Like people are like literally in, you know, in these little cages, they're like wrapped up in like some foil. I don't know if it's for heat or something. I think Ted Cruz tried to like, go in there with a camera and like somebody from the administration stopped them, correct? So the reporters asked them when, how soon? And you know, Joe Biden says like, we don't know yet. We'll, we'll let you know. We'll let you know, right? If that was another president saying that, that shit would have been the headline. Mm -hmm. We have no access to what's going on. Why can't we see it, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the questions that would be pushed. No one is really talking about that as much. Yeah. And it, and that's what bothers me. Like people just need to see it for what it is. I don't care if it's fake news or the truth or, you know, like it's a complete lie. Just look at the way it's reported. Just, just study the process, the way it's reported. And then you'll kind of like start like connecting those dots of like how bullshit things are sometimes. You just see it right through. It's transparency, man. Yeah. And question everything. If you're not sure, even if you're 99% sure that, that it's true, just still look it up because I feel like we keep bringing this up, bro. Thanks. I feel like we keep bringing this up. Let me finish this. And I'll, and I'll finish it, dog. We keep bringing, bringing this up like tobacco, cigarettes. For how many years have they been saying that these are good, healthy? Doctors just smoke with their, with their patients. Yeah. And look how thing, things have flipped, right? So just that one example. And, you know, the fats. At one point, people say, hey, if you eat food that, that, that's high in fat, you're going to get fat. Right? And then that was shown to be false. Yeah, even... um. Even tobacco companies like Melbourne or whatever, they had the rights to be the front center of every single gas station up front. Like they owned that space. That's how like deep it got. When it, whenever like whenever Jewel got publicity that it's bad, you know, because kids were using it and all that. Right away, Melbourne bought them up. They gave them that spot on those gas stations to try to make as much revenue as possible because they knew eventually they're gonna just create adverse side effects and they're gonna lose you know money. And you know what's crazy? You know, I, I find so funny sometimes. So the way the government told the tobacco co companies to, to kind of come out and tell the truth is they said, hey, you guys are going to be the ones leading the anti-tobacco campaign. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like, how does that make any, any sense? That's just like taking profit, selling... The profit they make from selling cigarettes is moved to taking profit from not promoting cigarettes. Yep. Like, why is there not another entity that's in control of 
not promoting cigarettes? Why does the cigarette company that sells cigarettes are also the ones responsible for the campaigns of anti-cigarettes? Right, and a lot like of people, do, yeah, a lot of people don't know is those companies then just switched over to food, yeah. and they were and they were in the food market. Same thing when. You know, the FDA doesn't produce their own research, correct? The research is given to them. Mm. If I own a company like General Mills and I make a bunch of cereal, of course, I'm not going to do research that's bad against sugar, that all these corn products are mm. causing metabolic cascades and all that shit. Well, it's, oh, hot, you know, we have enriched cereals good in minerals and vitamins, you know, mm. lowers cholesterol, things like that. And those were the slogans. You, you want know? a fun fact? What's up, brother? Do you know how cereal got started? No. The craziest thing in the world. So, cereal got started. Breakfast cereal became popularized. I'm not sure what year this was. Was because one person took Kellogg's. He's the one that that created cereal. He created cereal because he believed that very tasty foods, like foods that have a lot of spices, have a lot of flavor, promoted masturbation. And he believed that having bland foods decreased masturbation in the morning and that's how in general and that's how cows <laughs> okay. got started that's the was the start of breakfast cereal wow was because he made a theory that if you eat bland foods you're going to get rid of the sin of masturbation that's how that started is that fucking crazy i gotta look into this but I, into I believe it. you man i believe I'm, you though 100 percent. i looked into this 100 percent. is that fucking crazy dude yeah that kind of ideology that's how breakfast cereal got started because some dude said Let's get rid of the sin of masturbation by eating bland foods. And that's how it became popularized because back in the day, people were more religious, right? So it was all God, Jesus, sin, you're going to die, you're going to go to hell. Yes, And that's yes. why it became popular because, because hey, I'm going to feed my kid cereal. He's not going to masturbate as much. He's going to go to heaven. I'm doing a good thing for my kid. Damn. And that's the thing that mm -hmm. large corporations, they don't give a shit about values and ethics. They just they just follow trends mm -hmm. and that's how they make money. For example, when the whole... Um, I always butcher this, the LQGTB, whatever movement. L LBGTQ, I think. There you go. When that movement started, how come all these companies adopted that flag and promoted and put all these banners? Mm. They don't have values or, you know, they, they don't care about that shit. It's just what is traction right now. They just got to follow the traction because that's where money gets promoted, yeah. you know? If, if they stood their ground about something else, they could have got shamed like Nike at one point with the shoes right now it's, that's happening. And they could, they could look bad. Mm -hmm. You just got to protect your brand. Did you hear about the little Nas shoes? Yeah, yeah, man. That's what I'm talking is about, that dude. Is that crazy? They, they, they made the shoes and now they're getting backlash. But I'm curious to see how long... No, he, they didn't make the shoes. He, he used the old shoe from like 1998 or something, correct? So I looked into this too because I was curious how this, how this works. Um, so what he basically did was just buy a bunch of Nike shoes. Then he went to a third party and they they uh, create those shoes after Nike shoes. So Nike didn't create those shoes. Right. He, he uses shoes. Yep. He just bought the basic whatever shoes he had, the black ones, whatever whatever they're called. I'm not big into shoes, so I don't know the name. Air Max but he just shit. He just bought 666 pairs of those, took those, took it to another company and said, hey, I want you, you to adjust these shoes this way. So Nike didn't create those shoes. A third party created those shoes. Nike uh -huh. just provided the, the base of the shoe. The, the, it was plain black. He bought the plain black version those shoes and then he went to another company and those are the ones that actually created that damn and yeah. he he decked them out and then all the yeah. shit happened and so nike, nike shouldn't get any nike kind of to step in yeah and it's, it's 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 stupid because why should nike get get blamed for this like they're they're selling they're selling shoes but they're not creating those, those shoes they're not creating it's a third party it's a third party that, that's creating the shoes if someone come come up to me and said hey can i buy 
666 pairs of couple of nurses shoes, the all black ones. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking buy them, dude. You know what bothers me? That, for example, Dr. Seuss books and things like that got taken off the, um, the web or did they got taken off the bookshelves and other things that got taken off like the Aunt Jean maple syrup and stuff for like... You guys didn't even know we had this back here, huh? Insensitive. Pulling out a giant bottle. Let me get put some ice in there, brother. Oh, for sure, dog. They got, they, get, they got taken away for insensitive imagery, but little Nas was twerking on Satan's dick. And that's not called insensitive imagery. My little brother told me about this shit. He's watching a TikTok video of this rapper, you know, and freaking however dressed he is doing that. And that's what bothers me, man. That like we kind of lost our values and like we lost our values. I feel like we we put our values. <laughs> yeah, well, Jack. So love it. We put our values in places where we think it's it's beneficial for ourselves. A lot of people say they have these certain values, but they only apply it to certain situations. And those, that's not values. That's just an opinion, right? Yep. Because if I have certain values, that goes across the board. It doesn't matter what I'm doing or what's attributed to, right? If I'm just, if I'm just picking and choosing what I'm going to put my values in, that's not values. It's a fucking opinion. Yeah, and, and that's what was crazy. For example, like the Super Bowl commercial that Gillette created, correct? Um, they created a commercial that boys will be boys. And that was during like the whole you know, Y2 movement, the whole feminine stuff like that. How come a brand like Gillette has the right to sway our opinion based on like what the trend is and just say that boys and toxic masculinity is bad? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're upset about a Mr. Potato Head, Mr. Mr. Potato Head, but you're not upset about Cardi B talking about her wet ass pussy, dude. <laughs> For hey, real, that's man. some shit. Yep. And she literally says wet ass pussy, dude. And you're complaining about Mr. Mrs. Potato Head. Right. Dude. Society's going soft or what, man? So, yeah, society is definitely when going you, funky. I'll go, I'll go straight, dog. Go straight. Yeah. When you live in a very privileged world, and we live in a very privileged world, I am a very privileged individual. I'm the first one to admit that. Yeah, we I mean, grew up. We're, no matter, we're, we're live right now, talking, yeah. dude, drinking alcohol, yeah. man. We're chilling. Even even growing up, yeah, we talk about our struggles, but it's nothing compared to what other people experience, right? Yeah. And when you grow up privileged and you don't go through the 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 struggles that harden people, you know, we don't see war. There has never been a war on this country. We have the only war on this country has been terrorist attacks. Our country has never been destroyed. It has never been been bombed, right? Well, except yeah. terrorist attack, yeah. But it's not a, a giant portion of the, of the country going away. Europe, Europe has been devastated by two world wars. You know, when you grow up in a very privileged society and you don't have these struggles that are like that are struggles with food, with the basic needs of life, you try to find problems. In society, yeah, right. Because as humans, we always look for solutions, right? But if there's no problems that need solutions, we create these problems because we like to create solutions, we like to progress, right? Progression is very beautiful, and it benefits everybody. But of course, double-edged sword of it is progression leads to better living, easier lives, easier lifestyles, less problems. So we have to create problems out of problems that didn't exist, right? Dude, amen, man. And and that's what we're seeing. We just even like, dude, even this whole like, you know, transsexuality thing. And I believe anybody should do whatever the hell they want. First of all, I always have to freaking protect myself because of the soft ass world. But anyways, like how come they're removing like these gender roles and like in the future, our yeah, kids. What's wrong with gender roles? In, in, in the future, you're not going to be saying mother or father. You're going to say parent. Mm. You're not going to say brother or sister. You're going to call them siblings because that's offensive. Mm. 
why why do we have to change things that were that were set in stone for so long right. you know what i'm saying like i understand that people are doing like sex changes now you know and i my my you know i do believe that biology created us a specific way and we're just this is predetermined but we shouldn't just go ahead and just start switching everything because one person is sensitive to something and mm -hmm. now we're gonna not i can't call you brother or sister he's got to re reframe to you from siblings right. and that's what's messed up that it's happening now but the next generation and the next generation is gonna f have these repercussions mm -hmm. and what how are they going to be look what's happening with this whole you know lot uh, social distancing in schools and all this stuff like these kids that are going to be distanced and scared of everything and they're i'm sure they're going to go through some kind of form of ramifications it's gonna be a different culture yeah. man yeah we're, we're becoming so disconnected and it's wild to see man like even the you know even the transition from having like the dial-up phone dude with the wire to like having your first text phone to you know having this technology that's just so accessible it's, we're look at the transition we've seen in the past like 15 years it's crazy it's crazy man and like matt said you know you could be whatever you want to be you could male female you know whatever in, in between and if you don't believe that there's a difference between males and females come to one of our shifts because no matter how hard i try these female nurses are so fucking caring and think of this these things to do for their patients that i can never come up with it's true right man, very good point like, no matter how caring I, I i am just just the way a female cares for for their patients is just like like i can't almost comprehend like yeah it's nurturing I, bro right it's just nurturing i, I can't my, my brain can't comprehend and i can't think of these things that they think of and what the hell is so bad about that yeah right like, 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 what's so bad about being two different halves coming together? Right. And that's, and that's why, like, your mother is the only person that was nurturing and that really loved you so deep. Mm -hmm. And, like, even your relationship with your father, like, even though, like, it was rough, it was meant to be rough. Mm -hmm. Because that father, that male, just was supposed to teach you specific traits. You right. know what I'm saying? And it just made you tough for the world, dude. Yeah, you didn't get your toughness from your mom. Oh, definitely not. No man. way. My mom taught me how to be gentle and mm -hmm. nurturing and everything else and yeah. kind and respectful. My father taught me different things, and right. that's what that's why there's this difference in gender. And that's why, just like you say, like a female thinks of things that take cares for their patient as a nurse, they would never think of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I don't see what's wrong with that. Like I understand there's people out there in, in, in the world that have um gendered the dysphoria and generations and they gotta understand that that that's a, that happens to people. Yeah. Like we let's acknowledge it. You know it happens, but also acknowledge the fact that there's a difference between a male and a female, right? We're not we're not all the same, right? Even throughout nature, dude. Even the animals that have existed longer than us, because the species that that we are, we are the youngest out of all of them, right? So if the whales haven't changed to a different sex, why are we pushing for this? Yeah. Like, like why and you know why because we like to make problems out of, out of nothing instead of saying instead of acknowledging hey sex sex is for you or gender is for you exists let's let's help them through this why do we have to kind of put it on everybody else to to like tackle it almost you know what i'm saying yeah um, it's hard for me to me to word it like it exists let's 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 fix let's help them but why are we making it like the main issue in society? Right, the main issue. It is a big issue in society. That's right. It is a huge issue in society. Don't, don't, don't get us wrong. But just because I'm not the one focused on it or I don't really care for it, why am I the bad guy? Right? Yeah. 
Like, because I'm, not, I'm not taking part in protests. Because I'm not taking part in daily discussions about gender dysphoria. It doesn't mean I don't believe it exists. Right. Because I'm, I'm not in the, in the center of, of it. Why, why am I considered like a, like a bad person? I'm not anti it, but I'm already labeled as it because I'm not right in the front of the battlefield because, pushing for it. Because you everything's know? polarized. Yeah, because I don't want to be a dick. It's not, it's not in my interest right now. It's not something that I'm, that I'm pushing for. Yeah. You know, that's why different people push for different things, right? Because if y'all push for, for, the, for the same thing all the time, you know how long it's going to take to solve problems if you just work at one problem at a time, right? Yeah. How, society doesn't work that way where we tackle one problem at a time. It's everybody, groups of people tackling different problems at the same time, and that's how we move forward. Yeah, I mean, you put in very good words. Yeah, it's kind of funny where this conversation went because we're just drinking here. Jacket. Cheers, dude. I actually wanted to piggyback off what you said about being privileged and stuff, so... I'm going to sleep well today. Yeah, dude. Um, funny thing, because of the way our parents, like, even though, you know, Europe went through two world wars, correct? And even though we didn't experience communism, we didn't experience what our parents did when they were, you know, under communism and stuff like that, where they had to trade in a piece of note for two pounds of ham for the month, right? They still kind of, like, carry those values over. And, like, I, we had to, like, decondition ourselves from it, where, like, we, we never did anything for ourselves as a kid, you know? Like it was always the minimalistic thing because you have to save, save, save. You know what I mean? It was never, it was always for the greater good, for the family, save. You don't need shit. Right. Just keep on carrying. You buy the same shoes and have them for like two years because, you know, you don't need it. And it's funny because my dentist, you know, texted me, hey, like, what should I get your parents? Because they've been bringing this homemade sausage for the second time. And I'm just like, Okay, this is the problem, shopping for a Polak. And I can say that because I'm Polish, okay? They don't want anything, they don't need anything, and they don't know what they want for themselves. <laughs> yeah. And it's so damn true, man. And it just shows you because they didn't care about themselves. It wasn't internalized. Dude, they had to provide for a family. Life was tough, and they had to fucking survive. Right. That was their instinct. They don't care about new shorts and stuff like that. And we were kind of taught the same way, you know? You don't have time to think about these small social dilemmas and these small topics when you're worried about you know how am i gonna feed my family you know yeah and you know you saw this they saw the same thing on, on the news life is good everyone's equal this is great communism we're all the same but in reality life was shit life was shit but on news life was great life was great on their news radio was good you know everything was popping but they're fucking struggling like how are you gonna that's why we have this, I feel that's why we're so open-minded and so interested in different viewpoints because our parents literally live through the media saying life is good, but it's life not. is great. But they're like, how the hell is life is good? Life is great. And you finding all this positivity and yet you're limiting me on how much food I can have for my family. Right. And like, like in my grandpa, and this is why we're all so, so open-minded too, is because our families went through this, right? And they see like even when i ask my family like what do you think about what's happening in like the world and united states they, they're like yeah it's kind of turning into socialism and mm -hmm. communism they just see it for what it is mm -hmm. like imagine like you know you have a freaking piece of note that you could get one pound of sugar a month for your whole damn family mm -hmm. and if and if you ran out of sugar well that's it you don't got a fucking note to get more sugar mm -hmm. and if you go to the stores there is no sugar and if there is you need that note mm -hmm. that's how shit was controlled man that's wild man and, and they referenced it to when there was no toilet paper, you know, when the COVID started, mm -hmm. you know, it's just like, yeah, this is exactly how it was. They, they reduced the stock and like people are waiting in lines for things. And yeah. that's how it was back in the day in Poland in like the 1970s. Mm -hmm. That's crazy, man. Like people have this idea of 
when are we going to reach this utopia? Like, I don't know if there's ever going to be, be, be a utopia because there's, first of all, there's just too much greed in the world yeah. where, you know, there's always this push for, there's always been a person that wants to have more than somebody else. Yeah, but you all, we also know what, Pete? Na- nature, oh, I'm sorry, equality is a false god because in nature, equality doesn't exist, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's an ecosystem, there's always a prey, there's always a predator, right? Everything is always balanced in a way, but equality never exists in nature. So if the universe and the nature operates in this mathematical form and it's been around longer than us, right? And nature creates, nature takes away. Well, if, if equality doesn't exist in nature, how can we as humans create that utopia? It's not going to exist. Right. Maybe it could exist, but we're all going to be freaking like in those movies where everything's black and white and everybody's wearing one pair of sh- shoes and clothes because you're not going to be able to judge the person if they're wearing pink or purple or mm-hmm. freaking they're more bougie than you are. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. You know? And then I feel like I'm glad you brought it up because now, now you got me thinking. That's so, the beauty of the show. Yeah, right? So now like, you brought the whole thing that call doesn't exist in nature. So now as humans, like, like I said, we try to solve things and we try to find problems where they don't exist. So if equality doesn't if equality does not exist in nature, people bring up the whole racism. Equality doesn't exist because I'm black because I'm because you're white and I'm black. Why? Right. It's an excuse. It's an excuse for something that that doesn't exist, right? Yes. We understand racism existed back in the day. Slavery was a horrible idea, right? It was horrible. But you gotta understand that slavery. I don't want to be a like a dick or maybe hopefully you know you don't. Take my words for for like you know being negative. Peter had but a drink, you know. Throughout, throughout, yeah, throughout history, slavery has existed, and it didn't matter if you were black or white. It didn't didn't did not did not matter what color you were. It did not matter, right? Because it was my village versus your village. I don't care if you're if you're fucking green, blue, or orange. If I'm capturing your village, your people are my slaves. Yes. Yeah. It's wild. Slavery wasn't based on a color. Slavery was was based on taking advantage of of. Uh, at that point, a, a, you could say a less superior person, do- right? Domination. Domination, right? It doesn't have to do with, with fucking black or white. You know, they just pushed that during the slavery ages as 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 blacks being, you know, less than whites because that's what they wanted the public to accept. They had saying that we took over Africa was wasn't going to promote slavery, right? So humans were a commodity at one point. Yes, they were. Right? And you have to give a rational explanation why you're taking advantage of a person. Because you got to realize that the people that were slave owners were religious, were Catholic, right? As Catholics, or I don't know if they were fucking Catholic or whatever, they believe in God, <laughs> right? Protestant, whatever the hell, same fucking thing. They believe in that we're all equal, right? If we're all equal, color shouldn't matter. But for me to take advantage of, take advantage of somebody in a religious manner... I have to put you lower. I have to make you different, right? right? So that's why they blame fucking race. That's why they blame color. And and that I'm like, you're black, so that means you're, you're you're less than me. So you're saying that was a way for them to enslave somebody psychologically in a to way, promote right? slavery, basically. To promote slavery. Marketing. Slavery marketing. Very good point. Because if everyone is, is very religious at, at that point, people were scared of fucking jerking off because they're going to go to hell, but they were okay of taking advantage of a black person. So think about where a, where a rash ha- has to come from. Yeah. Right? It's more fucking literally marketing. And marketing works. Marketing is always visual. Think about it. Marketing is always visual. Always. I mean, we're, we're trying marketing to do now. Yeah, exactly. Same it's way. All visual. So if you could put 
in a visual perspective, your idea or what you're trying to promote, you won. Right. You won. Because if I'm Protestant, whatever religion, and everyone's equal, we're all humans, how am I going to dif differentiate between one another that allows me to accept something so bad as slavery? Blaming it on, on a color, marketing. Isn't yeah, that crazy? Very, very good point, dude. Yeah. And I think that's why it existed for so long. Mm -hmm. We, of course, learned, correct? 1865, Civil War happened. We figured out we won. Slavery ended for the most part. I'm sure mm -hmm. it still exists somewhere in the South. But like, that's history, right? And that's what bothers me too is like when all these protests were happening last year is like we wanted to like eradicate history and erase it, mm -hmm. right? Like we can't unturn what was considered right and just at that point, mm -hmm. right? Now, right, let's just say we're moving forward. Um, like gay people, transsexuals, we're all equal, right? Mm -hmm. But back then they're labeled as you know, different and stuff like that. And that's okay. We're progressing in society. Progress is happening, but we can't erase history because of like things that happen. Yeah. And, and that's what's really weird. Like if you have a government that's promoting stuff like that, they're trying to erase history. It's a little bit weird, it man. Because where are you trying to go with that? History is knowledge. History is literally knowledge, right? It's literally what it is. Because I, that was really scary when they tried to like re remove like slavery from, from books. Yeah. Like why would you want to remove slavery from books? Why? We've learned so much from it. It should be a lesson. Because if you remove slavery from books now, 600 years down the line, people are going to think slavery never existed. Right. And they're going to think, someone's going to think, oh, it's a great idea. Take advantage of another human being. Yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy? So why would you, why would you want to get rid of that, that portion? Why would you want to get rid of that learning lesson? Is it, is it so hard to say, hey, as white men, we fucked up? Is, is that so hard for people to fucking address? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then we learn from it, right? You, you can't blame you know, the white people from the 1600s of what they did and, and say, hey, I'm just as bad as them. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm 100%, saying? 100%, bro. Like, what? Like, it's crazy, you know? Like, I read the history books. Like, my opinions are the same as yours. Just some people want to take advantage of, of my, of basically, of, 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 of me and my opinion and trying to work on your emotions and saying, you deserve this because of what, some, because of what people before me did. You know what I'm saying? And that's, how society sometimes works and that's how you trick people on their emotions also back to marketing if you want to market something marketing doesn't always have to be a financial product right right it, so what it's, else not, does marketing, it's, it's not a brand either yeah what else does marketing work on what's what's the the best trigger for marketing besides visual think about it what, what, what's, what stirs you up in, in the media emotions emotions and and they always prey on emotions with mm -hmm. everything and i and i feel like that's what that's what last year was everything was very emotional right mm -hmm. the virus was emotional you know if there was this huge pandemic you didn't have to prey on people's emotions all the time 24 7 promoting this you know mm -hmm. it's yeah man it's crazy, man. It's crazy to think life's about. a trip dude life is a trip dude and it's like it's interesting to see where things are going i, I love to be optimistic dude but i'm like i'm worried about our like future generation i'm worried about having kids mm. like you know i'm not i'm single i'm not gonna have kids anytime soon i hope but it's like i'm worried for my kids for the future because really? look where like things are going you know mm. like i have a little brother that's 12 and i worry about his perspective and i try to like talk to him to see where his thoughts are, you know, and I try to open his mind and ask him questions, but it's so scary to the things that he's exposed to, for example, you know? Yeah. See, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about life. I think um, there's always going to be this battle between good and evil, right? And I feel like it's always 50-50 for the most part. Yeah. And I'm not really fearful of having kids because um, 
like, I don't know, I had, I don't know if it was a dream or some shit that I had, or, or I was thinking maybe, but I remember having a, having a kid, I don't know what I was thinking about, like I said, or a dream, but I remember having a kid that wanted to, to quit soccer. And I asked him, no, I don't want to quit soccer. And he's like, it's hard. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's hard. And it's hard for you, but don't think about yourself. Like if you leave soccer practice, yeah, you're going to have it easy, but what about your team? You know, your team's going to miss you. Yeah. Right. You can't, you can't always think about yourself because you're part of the whole, right? And that, I don't know why that resonated with me, with me. And I, I was thinking about it right now too. And this, I was, a, this was your dream. I don't know if it was a dream or, or just like a thought. You know how when you doze off sometimes and you have like these random thoughts. Right. You know, in, in between the, that sleep cycle. When yeah, you get yeah, in there. yeah. Yeah. And I was like, shit, like, like, yeah, if my kid asked me to quit soccer practice, I'm, I'm going to tell him the exact same thing. I'm going to tell him that. I'm going to be like, hey, you can't think about yourself. It's hard. You don't want to do it. I know it takes time, but you're just part of the whole. Because if you leave, it's, life's going to be easier for you. You're not going to need to go anymore. You're not going to need to run. You're not going to need to do all that. But now your team is suffering. Now they're one player short. Yeah. Now that commitment that you committed, committed for two years, three years, four years, five years, or whatever you committed from is gone. And now who's going to fill that gap? I know it's hard for you, but not, it's even harder for the team. And I feel like when I, if I tell him that, he's going to go back to playing soccer, you know? Yeah, maybe that was your inner child, bro. Maybe. maybe you're going to play soccer and get back to Chicago because yeah, I'm for sure going to play. Yeah, I feel you, dog. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. And that's why like I tell people that pain is inevitable, right? Mm-hmm. You could have pain from doing the thing that you love or you could have pain from wanting to do it, but you don't do it because you're lazy and now you suffer from the procrastination. Mm-hmm. Like pain is going to be there throughout life no matter what. You, you suffer from pain. I mean, shit, you had bowel surgery, dude. And it's like, you know, even like us doing everything that we're doing, like we love doing this. Sometimes it's painful going through the process of everything we have to do. Mm. Yeah, dude. And pain isn't, pain isn't always visceral, right? Pain is always, not always visceral, yeah. right? It's not always a cut. It's not always a bruise. It's not always a bump. A lot of, majority of the pain that we view as humans is, is emotional pain, mental pain, right? You don't break your arm every, every day. But you feel self-conscious a lot, you know, that's still pain. Yeah. Right? That, that's oh, still yeah. pain. Oh, then, yeah. It's not visceral, but, it, but it's there. And it's just kind of, it's just it's part of life. Like, people don't realize that without, like I always say this, without, you can't have good days or bad days, right? Then we'd just be, be days. Then we'd be, just, be, just be numb. If we didn't have these right. different kinds of emotions, there would be no emotions. We'd just be numbly walking. Right. right? It's, it's like, and that's why, like, people even say, People that live in LA sometimes they don't appreciate the sun so much because they don't have enough rainy days, right? Mm-hmm. It's oh, it's always that like law of duality in a way, man. Yeah. I was actually I actually wanted to tell you one thing that I found out. So I was looking at um these COVID vaccine passports and stuff like that. Back on subject, huh? <laughs> God damn, back dude. on task. Went down a rabbit hole, but it's cool, dude, because we talk, you know, and um. You know, IBM is partnering up with Moderna and they're creating all these things. And the Joe Biden, the, you know, um, White House administration, I want to label it properly here, Mm -hmm. are working on helping companies transition with these passports and stuff like that. But it's the problem is, is that these COVID-19 passports are going to be on a blockchain, but it's centralized by Bitcoin, but it's centralized. centralized. So it's going to be it's not decentralized when people think of cryptocurrency and um, blockchain technology, they, they they think of decentralization, meaning if I send a transaction to Peter, the government can't track me, right? It's decentralized. There's no paper trail. But if you're creating a centralized technology, yes, you're going on a blockchain, which is the next thing, but it's going to be centralized. It's going to be owned by somebody. It's going to be able to be monitored. And by centralized, that means is one entity controls the flow of information. Yes. 
So with Bitcoin, you set a paper trail. So it's a little bit different with Bitcoin because you could track the transactions, but you don't know who's making the transactions, right? Because there's still a system in place that tracks transactions. This is going, this 20 bucks went from A to B, to, from B to C, from that, it tracks that. But it, but it doesn't say Peter, right. Matt, Frank, John. It just it's just basically data, right? There's still a history of it because you have to start talking about tracking, but it's decentralized. So not one entity has a power over this, right? So for me, the government comes in, hey Peter, um, so we Matt told me that you know you've been you know doing some sketchy shit with Bitcoin, you know, <laughs> I'd be like, all right, and I'd be like, we want you, uh, we want you. Um, to show us the information, like one information, right? One information, decentralized, centralized. Instead of you know, me texting some, let's say, I comes to my head like a, I guess like a dick pic or whatever, you know? <laughs> okay. You know, let's just say like, um, I send dick pics to, 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 to somebody and I send it. Hopefully, to it's my, a girl, dude. Don't say somebody, bro. <laughs> somebody, whatever. <laughs> you know, send somebody, and then um, the government comes up. Hey, huh, Peter, um, Matt told me send dick pic to somebody. And be like, all right, either you're going to show us your dick pic, Peter, and you tell us who you sent it to, or we're going to go to Apple, and they're going to show us messages. That's centralized. Yeah. One entity has control over the information that, that you send to people. Yeah, and, and that's why we talk about, like, civil liberties and stuff like that. Like, it's scary that this is going to be the, that, you know, the medical tyranny is going to this extent, because... Is it really necessary to do, right? We had the swine flu, we had flus, and we did all this stuff, and we had a vaccine for it, but we never had to have a passport for it. Was it really that bad? Like, how bad was COVID really right. with the over-influx of numbers, the deaths, the the spin cycles were increased where there was a lot of false positives, you know what I mean? Was it really that much of a pandemic? There was a lot of deaths, so don't freaking get me wrong here, guys. I'm, You know, I've seen a lot of deaths myself in the hospital, and I you know, RIP to everybody and mm -hmm. I pray for them. Right. But to that extent that, that we're crossing over, you know, it's getting a little bit scary. And, um, the government said, or Biden said in a speech that the war is not over. And we had a podcast episode where it was the for forever wars. Right. Mm -hmm. And every single time we get into wars, we, we, you know, we see our civil liberties being taken away and, you know, 9-11 is a perfect example, like we always talk about on how the Patriot Act, you know, came to be. And now, you know, the whole spying thing and, you know, search warrants being changed and stuff like that. Like we're, we're continuing this little chip on civil liberties, whether you like it or not. Maybe it's for it's always for your safety. Um, it's always been like that. And that's the scary part where we have to kind of transition to um, to. I don't know what we transition to. I I, f I feel like we're all we're all following this and just we don't know how to put our put our foot down and just being like, hey, we need to like stop this. This is not the right thing to do. That's the beauty of it and the beast of it, where we don't know where we want things to go. And like you mentioned with with uh, Nurse Papa, is we're forever changing beings, right? So that's kind of the beauty of it too, where we're always changing and we don't know where we want to go and we don't know what we want to do with the shit that we create. Right. So it's like for it's you're never going to be able to answer those kind of questions in life. Where are we going? Right. What do I what do I truly want? Yeah, man. And it's just like But like so like you bring up the vaccine passports. Yeah, How would you it. feel if somebody gave you a diabetes card and says, Hey, you can't have McDonald's today because you reached the amount the high limit amount of carbs? 
you're, you're diabetic, so we're going to limit you on restaurants you can go to. Yeah. How the fuck would you feel? Right. Probably like shit, but it's for your better good, right? Right. It's just like the sugar tax, right? So now you're going to tax me on what I can drink. Mm. Let me make my own decision on what I want to drink. Yeah. I don't have to get... If I want to pay... If I want to drink alcohol or I want to drink soda, let me just do my decision, right? right? And we're healthy individuals. We, don't, we rarely consume sugar. Yeah. But we still want to give you that freedom of it. If you want to fucking consume sugar and be unhealthy, go, go right ahead. Yeah. Do your thing. And another perspective is like, you know, we know that obesity, the metabolic syndrome is directly linked to COVID mortality, right? Mm. So if, you know, they want to penalize us for not having a COVID vaccine passport, imagine if you get taxed for being obese more mm -hmm. because you are, you know, um, I don't want to say you're cruel to the system. Like you're, you're, uh, you're cost to the system because you're more likely to die, to get hospitalized, you know, insurance is higher for you, right? Imagine the, the more you weigh, the more you have to pay for insurance. Mm -hmm. Like imagine what would happen, dude. That would be unjust, and people would be they, freaking out about this. Remember, they try to push for that. Yes, where they, your your insurance deductible and your insurance payments, they try to push based on your health, and people fucking rebelled. Yeah, how is that fair, right? How 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 is that fair for you to make me pay more because I have an unhealthy lifestyle? Right. How upset do people get? It's my decision, right? How At the end of the day. People are furious. Insurance can't do that. They can't make me pay more because I'm unhealthy. What the fuck? But then I got to get a COVID vaccine passport to fucking travel around the country because I'm a healthy individual. But insurance can't, can't make you pay more because you're unhealthy because you can't make appropriate lifestyle changes. This just shows where the hell the value's at. There's no fucking values, dude. Right. There's no value. It's just profit. That's it. That's it. It's profit. How if, if insurance was allowed to charge you more for monthly payment based on your health, America would be a healthier fucking thing. Yes, I they would. I guarantee fucking to you. I guarantee you. Everybody wants to win under 200 because yeah. if I don't win under 200, right. I got to pay $150 more a month. Shit would change, wouldn't it? I am not eating anymore, dude. I'm not eating until I hit that fucking weight goal, dude. Yeah. If I weigh 200 pounds and I got to hit 180 to have 50 bucks cheaper monthly payments, I'm going to fucking hunger strike. I'm not eating for the rest of the fucking month. I'm saying that 50 bucks, dude. Right. And like another perspective, let's just say you own your car. You paid, you worked hard as fuck for that car and you bought that car for 20,000, right? Now you need that car insured. Imagine if State Farm was walking around and installing meters and tracking how far you drive. If you drive more than a thousand miles a month, you get you have to pay more for insurance. But it's my car. You shouldn't tell me how far I could right. drive and all that. That's my decision. Mm -hmm. Just give me a premium for the month, and and that's and that's like that's where we have to draw the line. Is like what's acceptable and what's not. Is it interesting how you put the same idea in a different perspective? And people completely flip sides. Yeah, is that wild? Dude? This is like it's like I think this is like I don't want to be a dick, but like California thing. <laughs> like you know, people have these opinions, but then you take that opinion and put it in a different context, and they react completely different to it, right? Right. So what the hell are your values? What the hell are your values? If you go, if I'm going to change the context, and your values change all of a sudden. Yeah, and and, and that's what's my problem about everything. And like for example, the reason why I didn't take the vaccine is because. I am a young, healthy individual that works out and fasts. My immune system is on fleek. Mm -hmm. It's on point. You know right? how on point it is? We have a vitamin C Epsom salt. That's how on point we are. Right now. <laughs> so like, so perspective is like, if I am so damn healthy where I don't need a foreign thing for me to feel safe, why should I get penalized in society where now I can't attend venues or maybe travel 
where I'm already healthy, but now you're taking that privilege away from me because somebody that's obese or whatever has to have this shot to have the same immune response as me. Mm -hmm. Is that crazy? Right. So like that's 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 the value stuff there, man. It's like where do you draw the line? Where do you press the foot? But the thing is the television is telling you a different perspective. And it's like, you know, if sometimes if I want to find out what's happening in the world or what's the news um, telling people, I go ask a couple people that I talk to or a couple of nurses that have that and like they'll eight. tell me they'll tell me right away. Yeah, you know, like you know, COVID vaccine, I mean, COVID cases are down, but there might be another surge, you know, the spring breakers and all that. And that, you know, everybody's been talking about the spring breakers. So there's gonna be another surge. And it's like, you know, we still need to get fully vaccinated because I don't know the X amount of countries vaccinated. It's like, dude, it just like, yeah, it puts a lot of things in perspective. You know, it's like, even I'm reading this headline, it says that, you know, there's about 66 new thousand COVID cases reported each day. You know, based on, you know, it's not as much as the peak from January, which was 250,000, but it's, but it's, you know, in line with summer surge, which was 70,000 cases. And if you look at the surge and you're looking at June, you know, just to look at it, it's not that much, but words are very manipulative. Mm -hmm. And the way you, uh, you know, you, you, uh, words are a form of like hypnosis in a way. And I like Juliet's podcast about that. She said, you know, and it's like these words are put in a specific way to like make you like be scared. Yeah. You could, you could create any kind of, any kind of words to, Promote anything. Right. Like, like, look at this. Cases are increasing by 5% or more based on the change in the seven-day average of daily cases from a week ago in more than half of the U.S. states. Right. Jeez, man. Bunch of fucking fear. <laughs> yeah. You don't hear California still on lockdown. Florida opening up. Texas opening up. California still number one in rates. Like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This just shows, like, it's crazy. They don't, they don't, they don't show you what they don't want you to know. Yeah, you gotta understand that California has been locked down forever. We just started recently opening back up, and we're California is still number one in cases. Florida and Texas are op- are opened, and they're still behind in California on 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 rates and infections rates. Right, so this just shows that opening up the economy back up and opening stores back up and lockdowns aren't literally working. They were they weren't as effective as we yeah. once thought, and it's still six feet apart. Fauci just said like a month ago, three feet is okay. But we're still everything still has six feet. Right. Science is nice if, if it fits your 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 opinion and if it fits your viewpoints. That's what's kind of that's what's the crazy thing about the science community is there's so much information out there. You could kind of have everything fit in your own viewpoint, and science is beautiful because right. it's always trial and error, trial and error. But who controls the people that control the science? Don't control the media. They don't control the news. They don't control what you see. They don't. So if you're saying science- Say that again for me, just like a grasp that concept. So science is a beautiful thing because it explores all avenues, uh-huh. even though data can be manipulated. Yes, it can. People that are making the science aren't the ones reporting on it, right? So if you have a different person reporting on it and a different person creating the, the, the science and the, the news isn't working directly to them or reporting everything, this just shows you that I can't lose my train of thought. God damn. It's okay. So basically what I'm trying to say is science is beautiful because it explores all avenues. But the people that are making the science aren't the ones reporting on the science. Yeah. Right? And, that, and that's what's crazy about it. The next episode I wanted to like create is, um, you know how there's specific crops that are um, subsidized, right? So corn, wheat, I think barley, right? So the government pays different entities to make them cheaper. 
which makes processed monocrop that you're talking about. Yeah, which makes which makes um which makes food cheaper, right? And that's the reason why your hamburger or junior junior cheeseburger is a dollar and your avocado is like a two dollars and fifty cents. Mm. Because the government is paying for those crops, right? In a way. Do you understand know how the process works? Yeah. And I recently looked into monocropping and this whole push for veganism and this animal ethics push, they're saying that beef, chicken, lamb is detrimental to the, to the ecosystem. We shouldn't be eating animals. Look up the effects of monocropping. Large areas of land are being used to continuously farm one crop. Yeah. Corn, soy, whatever fucking crop it is. You know how detrimental that is to the soil? You know how detrimental that's that's more devastating than anything else in the world. It's a lot healthier for a cow to eat some grass, take a shit, replenish the <laughs> soil, grow something out of it, vice versa, continuous, right? Because you're getting multiple nutrients. Instead of corn, just because corn needs a certain amount of nutrients and, and only these nutrients to grow, right? So it's only gonna suck if these out of the soil. Always. Because corn only needs this. Yeah. So needs this. And you're not, they're not growing together. They're not equally sucking out this nutrition from the, from the soil. It's only whatever corn needs. And it's continuously sucking that out nonstop. Right. So how detrimental is that? Is that fucking crazy lead detrimental? Yeah. And but you, you don't hear that shit. Yeah. And you know, it's another thing. Like we're pushing for this artificial meat and stuff like that, which is like, you know, the push. And like, you have celebrities that are adopting, you know, let's just say a vegan diet because it's, you know, there's some money involved. Well, we know we... I feel like what's being told is that like humans are bad, humans are evil, we're ruining the environment, correct? Mm. Humans are causing this. Maybe we should switch over to a different meat source. But we know that cows only produce like, I don't know, like less than like 5% of the CO2 emissions or methane gas. So we never look at like large corporations, right? Large corporations are never to be blamed for for how much CO2 they emit mm. or they're, you know, they're in charge of climate change. If we really wanted to tackle climate change, why don't we point fingers at China for a second? Right. Why don't we freaking create sanctions on them because they're not complying to climate change? Yeah. But, but we're, we're the problem. And mm -hmm. now we need to stop eating real meat and go artificial because of that. Right. Pound for pound, I'm going to get a lot more nutrition out of that cow compared to that vegan burger. Easy. Easy. So how the hell does that make sense? And this goes back to it. Making problems out of nothing. Right. The problem is just to have something to solve. Right. And plus, a lot of those food products that are vegan, for example, Beyond Meat, they're filled with a lot of oils, plant oils, sunflower, canola oil, whatever it is. And we did a podcast episode about it that those oils are actually causing more obesity than high fructose corn syrup. Crazy, man. Let's end it at that, brother. Yeah. We, yeah, we've, been, episode, huh? we've been chatting for a while, bro. And this is what happens. A little bit of liquor. We were talking about the Swiss Canal and... Swiss Canal. Yeah. And the COVID um, deaths related to what's, what the, the CDC yeah, CDC website you found. And we just went on a topic. I think we covered... Um, off, off, off side, we just solved all these problems. We, we talked about gender, <laughs> um, nature. Dysphoria, we talked about... Yeah. Dysphoria, yeah. Utopian future. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Peace. Peace. Peace out.